Expansion Cast. Uh, this is uh, my very first um, podcast, and here with me in my studio is Nathan. And Nathan has been a great friend of mine for the, about the last six years. Uh, we tend to be on the same kind of a path of awareness and expansion. And uh, yeah, welcome, Nathan. Yeah, thanks, Roger. Happy to be here. <laughs> we definitely do. We we seem to go through the same things almost at the same times or within. Pretty close proximity. Yeah, yeah. E- even if you're way across the world yeah. on the other side. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, amazing. We're, yeah, we're connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, expansion cast uh, is really come to me from Spirit, and Spirit wanted me to get a whole bunch of people, a cast of people, to talk about how they're expanding or how they're helping other people expand. Mm-hmm. So, with that, where are you? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Good. Yeah, really good. Um, I'm getting ready to go to Australia again tomorrow. I've been a few times. And um, going to Australia is always a very expansive experience for me. Uh, the first time I went, um, it was really challenging to go there because it's like jumping off a cliff. Like leaving to go to another country to spend any amount of time is totally like jumping off a cliff and yeah. trying to build your wings on the, as you plummet <laughs> through space <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so all the all the things that come with that um for me a lot of it was leaving my daughter selling all my stuff like there's a lot of things that were very constrictive and, and challenging to move through so uh, it's easier now this is my third time going so the people that i go and hang out with are, are really amazing people that i it's really easy to expand mm-hmm. in their presence because yeah. they're all on the same view they're we're on that same pathway of, of expansion it feels it feels good yeah yeah so, yeah. so tell me about um, tell me about how you have to jump tell me about your first jump oh my first wow the first I mean, there's been so many jumps the yeah. first jumps that I that I went through were, were uh, motivated by pain right for sure because the the things that have happened as I grew up in my life I learned these uh, survival coping mechanisms Right. And um, <clears throat> they worked for a while. They worked to get me through, but then they became very painful after a while to continue operating that way. So my first jumps were uh, emotional, emotional releases, where I went through with uh, these people that I worked with, and they really helped me to release. And so the, the first jumps that I went through was uh, just allowing myself to feel. And most of the time, I was allowing myself to cry and release all the pain and guilt that I had been carrying for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving to another country was a was a big leap, right. uh, for sure. That was not really knowing what was gonna happen over there, how I was gonna fit into what the, the operation that they, the people I was going to join, how that would all work together. And then of course leaving, leaving my daughter um, to be able to go and build something more there than I thought I could here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all you know just cliff after cliff after cliff. <laughs> but yeah. it gets easier. Definitely gets easier the more I jump off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what made you start? What What made you start to jump? I mean, wh- where were you, and how did you know that there was an ability or, or something out there that would help you expand? I totally didn't. Okay. Totally didn't. The first time I did it was it was just pain. Yeah. It was like this internal pain that I had was too great that I couldn't even handle it anymore. After I pushed it down with alcohol and 
oh, yeah, various yeah. coping mechanisms that I had that I had uh, figured out working a ton, all, all these things, buying stuff, buying stuff was a big one for me. So avoiding. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Just anything I could do to avoid for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at some point, it just it, it was it was like it was like I was just led into this space of hey, okay, now it's time to do something. And as soon as I realized it was time to do something, the people that I needed that were perfect for me to to move and expand were there, were there waiting. And all I had to do was engage them and they were like, oh, uh, about this? And just started opening my mind to these other uh, ways of looking at what I'd gone through, how I was living life, what it means to be human on this planet. And mm-hmm. yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and here you are. So what, what do you, so, how do you apply what you've learned? How do you help? Do you help other people? Yeah, as much as I can. I, I feel like a lot of times the, the anytime we're going through life, the people that we meet, it's never it's never random. Mm-hmm. Like it's all there's always some sort of synchronicity that's happening to me as I look back in my life. Like everything has led me to this point, yeah. and everything has worked out perfectly. No matter what I thought was going on, normally I what I thought was going on wasn't going on. All, yeah, yeah. you know and generally what I thought was going on caused me more constriction so I'm yeah. releasing all of that so um, for me and how I've moved through things in my life feeling and opening up to feeling has been the single greatest um, I wouldn't say action but thing that I've changed within me to allow to surrender to the feeling has been the, the single greatest thing that's helped me to expand so yeah so would you say that feeling like opening to the feeling would be more about generating awareness uh yeah sh- sure yeah awareness of what you're feeling and then not only awareness of what you're feeling because that's i would say that's like a first step because most people would say you ask them what they're feeling they're like i'm not feeling anything well they say like, i'm feeling good yeah, sure i'm feeling good <laughs> right totally but because we're most of us are so caught up in our heads and we're right. thinking about what we're feeling or thinking about how we think we should feel about a situation yeah. but so awareness that you're feeling something is is the first step but then also um, like going to the emotional gym if you will would be the second step which is the expansion that that um, that's available to to realize that you're having constriction what do you do in that moment mm-hmm. for me it used to be just turtle just hide like when there's constriction because you don't I didn't know what to do with the feeling and yeah, I was yeah. like I had grown up thinking that that feeling was bad, that I shouldn't feel this way. Right. And so the expansion is, oh, what am I feeling right now? I'm feeling like constriction, surrender to it, move into it, you know, push those boundaries, those edges. And then on the other side of that is, is the expansion. So freedom. how do you know when you're feeling constricted? Like what, is there an emotion type of constriction or several emotions or? Yeah, or there's, what? sure, there's an emotion and a sensation for me. Right. It's, it's always like right here. Yeah. Right, in, right in, in the power. Right in the gut. Yeah. yeah. It's just like uh, it's just like a. To me, it's like a sensation of like what feel like a, a towel being, uh, the water squeezing out of a towel. It just makes me want to go, oh, like, <laughs> like hide, you know. Yeah. That kind of that kind of feeling and sensation. Yeah. Yeah. Go down in protective mode or something. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So to to try and be aware of it enough, and then to you know open to it, move into it. Is, uh, is essential for, for any human looking for expansion. Yeah, yeah. totally believe that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the first time that I went through that, I had no idea. All I had was constant constriction. 
constant, constant, constant constriction. And then uh, a, a woman who's now become my, my friend, and I would consider her a sister as well, is uh, she led me through a, uh, just a, what do you call it, a scenario, but just through a, an experience that helped me to release it. And man, once I started releasing, once I realized that I could, oh, it was like a floodgate opening. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Did you feel broken? Uh, I wouldn't have said broken. I would have said the constriction made me feel broken. Yeah. But after the, when I was going through starting releasing, which is releasing is crying for me, mm -hmm. just releasing all of that pent up emotion, yeah. uh, the freedom was amazing. Like yeah. it, I, I felt so alive and so like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Like when that energy starts moving, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and, did you ever remember being a child and feeling that way? No, you didn't. No, no, you've been you've been feeling constricted even oh. even as a you as a young person. Yeah, totally, I felt like most of my childhood. What I felt like I was at the end of a very long hallway by myself, and life was happening at the other end. Right, that's how it felt, and so it just felt very isolative, isolative, yeah. isolated, constrictive. Like I couldn't express anything for fear of retribution or punishment, right. and so my life was just this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I get that. Because, like, even even for myself, when I was younger, I, uh, uh, growing up, there was there was so many belief systems like, yeah. you you're a guy, you can't feel emotion. Right. You don't feel emotion. So what do I do with it? Yeah. <laughs> Stuff it down. Um, keep See, keep yeah. pushing it in. Keep pushing yeah. it in. And yeah. honestly, I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can understand somebody who's not very emotional, taking years and years and years to finally get to that point where they just like crack open. Mm. But yeah, it, it happened to me fairly young. Oh, cool. What age? How old were you? Um, I would say I was in my 20s. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Except for not much support, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. based on where we lived, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of support. And, well, maybe there was, but I wasn't aware of it. Yeah. And I wasn't ready to go and access that support. And where does one go look? I don't know. <laughs> what do you even say? Yeah. Because yeah. you, if you relate that stuff to most people, people are like, well, just suck it up. Yeah. Buttercup. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You're a man. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to even have anything like that. Right. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and I guess nowadays with the internet, it's so much easier too, to be able to reach out for support. There's yeah. so much more support for people. It's good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I started a circle, a unity circle it's called, Spirit asked me to start a unity circle. So the unity circle is a space where everybody, no matter the gender, can get together and they can basically have what I call karma confession. Mm -hmm. So uh, Nathan was there at the first one and that was, uh, that was that was on Monday, yeah, two nights so ago. two nights ago, and uh, I can tell you what I like freaking jumped off that train, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I hit hit the ground rolling. Yeah, and when I did my confession, I didn't realize how powerful the energy was going to be in the room, yeah. but wow, it dropped me in deep. Yeah, yeah. and I, you know, for the yesterday, I was like on another plane. So we've shifted a lot for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how can I ask you what your experience was? Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, 
I always like going to those kinds of things because there's always like a nervousness around yeah. and then afterwards there's always like a oh I've shared too much or you know, <laughs> those thoughts come back but it's a, it's always um, sharing whatever's going on within me is always very freeing and expansive because it's 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 like that energy it's like you start damming up that that emotion and then when you can there's a confession or if there's you're just sharing and expressing exactly how you're feeling in the moment right you're releasing that energy and then it starts moving and then you feel i feel way more clear and clean and uh more willing to engage life uh and so i shared a lot i shared stuff about the things that that hurt me the most i guess mm -hmm. which is a big big part of that right now is my daughter and always mm -hmm. has been she's always been such a huge part of my life um shared about uh, not knowing what I was doing. And that was actually when I shared that, I wasn't even planning on sharing that, but <laughs> it, it came out and I, it, it was very freeing for me to actually tell my daughter that sometimes I just don't know what I'm doing, right. you know, and, and to release that, that, that idea that I should know what I'm doing or um, even just to say that, to, to, to give, myself the permission to be okay with not knowing exactly what's going on and giving her the permission too, you know? So yeah. that was, that was really awesome to be able to share that with, with other people and, and put myself out there because a lot of times as a man here now, well, you should know what you're doing. How do you not, especially being 40 years old, like how do you not know what you're doing? <laughs> like I have a basic, idea, but it's the whole moving more into a, um, a, a way of operating of instead of in my mind I know what what should be happening to yeah. sensing and then responding well what do I feel would be the best thing to do in this now moment mm -hmm. and then moving in that direction and not and there's just uncertainty if when you operate from that space because you don't really know what's coming next all you can all I can do is like operate from well, what feels good right now mm -hmm. what feels good right now what feels good right now and then navigating that way it's almost like I, I mean, I haven't surfed, but to me, it's it's almost like surfing. Like, yeah, you're gonna go ride waves, but mm -hmm. you don't know what the waves are gonna be like. You can kind of guess, but you never know in the moment what's gonna mm -hmm. happen. And mm -hmm. so you're saying, I'm gonna go surf, I'm gonna go do life, but you don't really know how, you have to be able to ad adapt at any moment to the changing conditions. Well, and I think, I think you know what? We were both at a place where we knew yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, totally. we knew what was going on. Totally. We knew what was happening. <laughs> yeah. We were in full control of everything. Yeah, yeah. Control. And how happy were we? <laughs> oh man, miserable. It was, was freaking miserable. miserable. Eh? Right. Yeah, absolutely miserable. So yeah, in my share, I shared about. Uh, came to me that if I'm go going to be doing some public work, that I might want to start confessing anything that was hidden. Mm. And I don't really think I have too much hidden, but what I, I, I had intentions of what to share when I walked up like you, mm -hmm. but when I got up there, the energy just said something else. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden it's like, here's the stuff you're sharing. Yeah. And my share was about, uh, you know, about what, the first time I had sex, I was, you know, I even have a hard time saying no, I feel victimized. Mm -hmm. I was victimized in that moment. And that put me into feeling a need to be predator. So for years and years and years, I moved into a predator role where relationships were like two weeks and I would use women and, wow. and 
knowing now how, how we're all so divine and how we're all one and feeling the energy from everything existing and flowing and moving and there's there's such a there's such a hurt inside me because of that because of how I was but at the same time I also have to have an open heart for myself and some compassion and see that and not not see those moments as shameful right yeah to not judge yourself for the past mistakes that you made yeah that I th think are mistakes right yeah. totally yeah. yeah that my little voice inside is you're not supposed to do that you're wrong yeah yeah bad yeah society says that's bad sure yeah yeah, yeah. totally when so, you, yeah you're just trying to figure out how it happened like what to do with what happened as, as everyone is like who's not trying to do that we've all yeah. gone through some serious shit yeah i know like, <laughs> you know for me for getting for moving you know i suppressed so much energy from that yeah. over years and years and years and then when when I started doing this surrender stuff, you know, years ago, um, all of a sudden, some stuff started coming into my life, like people coming into my life to help me overcome, yeah. and help me see those things. Yeah, yeah it was beautiful. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, who's been in your life? Uh, there's been a couple of key people. I mean, my daughter was, was without even knowing, she's been massive. The first time my heart opened was. The, the second she was born, the mm -hmm. second I saw her head crest, uh, just the feeling of unconditional love was just, yeah. yeah. And then, um, I mean, every single person that I meet has they're, they've been a helper as well, but there's been a couple of key people that have really, really helped me that have been, like you said, that at, at the point that I was at, they, they had already gone through it mm -hmm. or they had awareness around it that was more than my awareness. And so mm -hmm. they were able to say, oh, give this a try or look at it this way. Yeah. And as soon as they say, look at it this way, it's like something in my mind just goes and I look at it the different way. I'm like, well, how did you do that? Yeah. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to look at things a different way. Like right. it, it seems like, of course, obvious, like it seems obvious now, but when you're in it, when you're locked in your story, which is, you know, encapsulating the emotion from moving, there doesn't seem to be a way out because well, you're, you get into the whole identity thing that that pain and that story is your identity and so you don't want to let go of it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so there's yeah so i guess i want to ask you a question um we how do i say this we, we've we've had interactions with each other and we're very good sometimes at triggering each other yeah and, and digging in right yeah and um one time you were at my kitchen table we we're having a conversation and and we were talking about judgment. Yeah. And I come from a point of view where I, I think I come from a predator point of view at that time. Yeah. And I was I was okay with judgment. Yeah. I was okay with that uh, I was in my description of judgment, I was totally right. Mm -hmm. You know, and you really pushed me hard. Yeah. And because of that moment, all of a sudden like when I started moving in and feeling other judgments towards me and all sorts of things happening, I was like, Oh, but there's some, there's some light in this, some illumination happening, and and su suddenly I dissolve judgment, yeah. you know. And sometimes, honestly, it still pops up, yeah. but I'm like, no. See ya. Yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't. I don't need you. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a beautiful gift from you. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah <laughs> I was thinking about that on the way over here too, is that I was triggering you, but you were triggering me as well. And I was coming from a very holier-than-thou place, like I knew, and I was imparting something to you that you didn't know, you know? And so you really helped to trigger me to, to look at how I was operating as well. And in, in, because sometimes we see things that people don't see, but it's like how you come across to some, like how I come across to people, you know, it's, it's important to where we'll be either accepted mm-hmm. or if you're coming up against a wall, which isn't a big deal to come up against a wall because at some point they'll, the person will be like, oh shit. But, you know, there's definitely a way a person can go about things. So well, I love it that we can both, you know, in, in whatever's happening, we're always helping each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. There's always something happening. There's always something happening. Yeah, I love it. I, th- I, and I honestly think it's because we're so, we're open, right? Yeah. We're very open and vulnerable with each other. Yeah. And truthful and, and like, honestly, you know, like rip rip me apart. Yeah. You know, I, I can stand up again. Yeah. And and I'll I'll just bring the good stuff. Yeah, because even in that moment, it's like those those things that get ripped out of us aren't really us. They're no. not really me. Like whatever you can rip out of me isn't me. So thank you for ripping me yeah. and showing me where I thought I could be hurt because that's not really me. Mm-hmm. We can't really be hurt. We're not that easy to be defined and be hurt. Well, I guess it can be if you want to be a victim. Totally, totally, exactly. If you want to accept that that space. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't want to accept that space. No, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. So, <laughs> that's the constriction, right? That's the constriction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all have our own, right? I, yeah. And, you know, for years and years, I, I honestly, and, and it wasn't not, not too long ago that where I said, there's no way in hell I'm a predator. Yeah. No way yeah. could I ever, ever see that I could be a predator. Yeah. And I went, went, in Bali, I went, and we had this classroom where, where there was a, a part of... Um, a circle it was divided into four and the one one was predator yeah. and I says if you've ever been a predator step in that circle and I'm like yeah, I guess you know I think I have been you know I, I could take responsibility for a few times yeah. so I stepped into it not one other man stepped into wow. it wow yeah you know women stepped into it yeah. and me yeah and the interesting that happened from that interesting thing that happened was all of a sudden it started generating stories in people's minds yeah. about who I was. Sure, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, all of a sudden I was like, oh, What's Roger's, Roger's a predator. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, like, like I could feel in there, it, it, when they had a story or a drama happening, Roger, Roger's the predator. Yeah. He could fill that space mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, yeah. It was wild. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. I've definitely been a predator, perpetrator a lot yeah. in my life. And yeah. mostly it's just come from a place of littleness. Of, yeah. of hurt, of victim, mm-hmm. and trying to make myself bigger because I didn't want to show that vulnerable, hurt part of myself. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So if I could try to to be right or to steamroll, then <laughs> I wouldn't be seen as as less than. Right. Yeah. So right. then that was always just coming from a very hurt place. You know, when I moved myself. from predator, outer predator, quite a while ago, like like a, a, a general predator role, mm-hmm. and then. But I did sales for years too, so that's yeah. kind of predatorial too. Sure, yeah. Even though I, I might have a different approach than most salesmen, but I was, it's still predatorial. Yeah. And then I moved into hero role. Yeah. But I didn't realize that it was just an illusion, right? Yeah. My hero role, if, if I'm not communicating whether you're okay with me helping you, right. I'm 
fucking predators though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is a, a, a predator thing, or how would people operate in a predator mode, just for the people that are listening? Oh, you know, if, if, it, it's, if it's serving self, mm. that's predator. Mm. If it's just, if, if you're gaining something from somebody else for self, yeah. that's predator. Yeah. But there's no synergistic synerg- yeah. synergy. You're exactly. not a, like a flow of energy. Yeah, it's just exactly. taking to fill a void within yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, regardless of what happens to the other person, regardless. like fuck the other person. Yeah, pretty much. And, 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 and sometimes it might be to good intentions. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. But but if if there's an ulterior motive, that's fucking another person. Right. You know, even even if the ulterior motive is to help them. Yeah. You know, even if I'm yeah, even if I'm wanting to help somebody overcome a thought pattern yeah. and I don't get full permission from them, yeah. I'm predator. Right. You know, even though I'm hero, yeah. to them I could be predator. Right. Yeah. And in, in, in a person's mind, a person would be hero too. Like, I'm just helping them. As I was when I was talking to you about Desmond, I'm like, I'm going to help Roger here. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> hero. <laughs> yeah. Predator. Yeah. You're triggering me, man. <laughs> think what's what's your most if you had to like say one thing that you have transformed in your life that seems to be something that you really carry to your heart what would that be Hmm. like a specific experience or just something that I've or how I operate for me maybe an experience of a transformation you know on the other Hmm. side of it oh okay like a contraction expansion yeah okay expansion yeah what What's your, what's your? Yeah, the, the biggest one that I always go to because it's it was it was like a clicking in moment for me of realization of the con- locked in the contraction expansion idea right. for me was when I was first going to go to Australia and I, I it felt like I needed to it really felt like I needed to I didn't really know why but it really felt like I needed to but in order to do that I had to let go of all the stuff that I had here. And the biggest one was was my daughter, and just and in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go do this because I'll be able to uh, have a better life for her. I can build something there that I can't really build here. But there was just the, the emotion was was there, and it was very constrictive. And I um, sat there, I was thinking about it, and just sitting with the, the feeling and constriction of it. And then I had like an emotional release, cried, I, I cried about it because it was painful. And then on the other side of it, it was like immediate. There was freedom. Mm-hmm. There was like this expansion on the other side. And I felt more internal space. Mm-hmm. And it, right, even in that moment, I would, before in the construction, the thought pattern, the thoughts were, or the story in my head was, don't do this. This is bad. You're going to hurt her. Like all of these, all of these stories. And then on the other side, it's, it's, it's okay to feel that way. Right. It's, it's okay to feel. It's, it, whatever it is, it's okay to feel. Yeah. And, and, and there's expansion once you're able to surrender to that. To feel and, and express that feeling. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, expression yeah. Is, is massive. Yeah, because yeah. you can um, see it or, or feel it, but if you're not really expressing, are you really feeling it? Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, it's there. Mm-hmm. 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 Don't know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so much of expression, too, is, is uh, for me, has been the fear of... Um, seeing people express or seeing other people seeing me express oh yeah yeah Yeah. so even like at the 
community circle there and and before that a conversation with my daughter saying that I don't really know what I'm doing a lot of the time mm -hmm. is 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 like an expression and I was in some ways scared to say that but then on the other side it's like oh there's free, there's freedom there yeah. you know because the people around there it actually opens up the more I communicate the more connected I feel to those around me yeah yeah the more you feel your divinity yeah through other people sure totally yeah yeah, yeah. that's a beautiful space yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. and it's, it's it's like there's no other way to feel it like we try to a lot of times I tried to hold back because I didn't want to appear a different way in front of people, but mm -hmm. really it's, it's that vulnerability that connects us. Yeah. You know, we're, we're like, we're not like pool balls that are bouncing. We, we think we should be like these perfectly round, perfect beings, but we just bounce up against each other. It's our prickly points that connect us. You know, yeah. it's the experiences we've gone through that, that connect us mm -hmm. yeah. and communicating those to other people to give them permission to go through, to feel through what they're feeling through is, is, a beautiful gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I've been to quite a few of the like the circle type events, and one thing I always noticed is that everybody has a different share. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a different space from sharing yeah. from. Some, you know, and and I know some new people will come in and you know they'll really share from their head, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But it's amazing how even those people, all of a sudden, that's like. Something's happening, and all sure. of a sudden, they're experiencing this energy and all these feelings over yeah. the next few days. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, and even like um, to see other people expressing from their heart mm -hmm. shows them the, the path, the way. Because if you don't see it, how sometimes how do you know? Unless mm -hmm. there's like some internal earthquake that happens that helps you move through that. Yeah, your share was powerful for me. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was crying when you were sharing. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, there's another thing that I. Uh, Go pretty quick here, I guess. Yeah. But um, thing I want to share with you was the, the, that one tantra thing that I went to with you that you invited me to, right. and actually helped me get a ticket, which I really appreciated. Yeah. But that really was like a, a really good catalyst for me because we did an ecstatic dance there, yeah. and just moving around. That ecstatic dance was amazing to just let myself go and just ignore the <laughs> voice. It's like you look stupid, <laughs> you know, which is pretty much all of it. When I, when a person is expressing something in any way, you look stupid. Yeah, yeah ignore that and, yeah. and just move through it. Yeah, and now now when I hear you look stupid, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I know I'm doing it right. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, yeah, speaking of those aesthetic dances, I'm going to start doing some of those here. Oh, cool. Yeah, some tan tantric style aesthetic dance. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah, awesome. Um, but unfortunately, we have to go. Yeah. Um, we could talk for hours, I'm yes. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Joe Rogan style. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I got to say, you are a beautiful being. Oh, appreciate it, sir. And I am honored to have you here. Yeah. And to be my brother. Yeah. Happy to be here, man. Happy that we're, we're connected and that you've come into my life. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. See you next time. Thank you.